You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 29. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer, cycle instructor, and fitness ambassador. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Hey team, we've got a great topic today. I really like this one because I think it is so relevant for so many of my listeners. And I would probably say 95% of my listeners are women. So this definitely might be a interesting episode for you. Let's put it that way. Okay, it's about three different topics that all tie in together. Body distortion, love, and honor. And when I talk about love and honor, it is all in relation to your own body. So self-love and honoring your body. Let's talk about these three different things, how they go hand in hand, and how as I get older personally, each one of these things has changed for me in a great way. And I just wish and hope for others, other young girls, that if we can help people at a younger age hear these type of things, listen to these type of topics that maybe they don't have to wait till they're 44 years old like I am to make some of these changes in how they view their body. So let's talk a little bit first about body distortion. What does that even mean? I got this definition from psychology today because it's actually, it's hard to find an exact definition of body distortion, but I thought this one definitely, this says it all in my opinion. So for those with body image distortions, they see not beauty in themselves, but imperfections and overt dissatisfaction with their body or parts thereof. I think there's probably a little bit of that in so many of us. And and I also think it's because of the time we live in. We are just overwhelmed with looking at these perfect bodies all the time. And so we look at ourselves and we do, we have this body image distortion where we're very dissatisfied with our own amazing body for whatever reason it may be. And I will tell you, there are many levels of body distortion issues, and some are very extreme and really can sort of incapacitate people. And we're not going to be talking about that type of body distortion. We're going to talk about more the level of what the most common everyday woman probably sees in herself. And not everybody has this issue by any means, but I would say a high majority of my clients, even some of my friends, there is some body distortion going on. Here's an example. Have you ever had a friend or someone say, my legs are huge, or gosh, I hate my muffin top, but this is coming from a person who has gorgeous legs or someone who has the perfect stomach, and you kind of look at them and you're like, are you nuts? You know, you've got the perfect torso. Your your upper body's like gorgeous. Like You don't even have a muffin top, or you look at their legs and you're like, gosh, I would kill for those legs, right? So... If this person is saying things like this and you're literally looking at them going, that's not what I see, they probably have some type of body distortion issue. Now, I'm going to go ahead and tell you about a personal time that I had a body 
distortion issue, okay? Some of you have heard this story before. It's definitely a good one, but I probably grew up most of my life saying I have big thighs. So my mom's probably laughing as she probably remembers. I used to have so much trouble getting jeans to fit because I happen to be very tiny in the waist. So my waistline is not my issue, but I'm almost like too tiny in the waist. So I always felt like my legs, my thighs looked so big in proportion to the rest of my body. So I always had trouble getting jeans because in order for them to fit my thighs, it would be too big in the waistline. It was a total issue. (laughs) Anyway, um, so I always... I always used to say I have big thighs and I would always tell my sister, I love your legs. You've got those nice skinny legs. I think I used to say chicken legs. Like I would kill for chicken legs. I want the skinny legs. And she was like, your legs are smaller than mine. And I was like, what? You're crazy. Well, finally, as we got older, she one day she goes, come here. We're going to measure our thighs. I'm going to prove to you that your thighs are actually smaller than mine. And honestly, I was like, oh, perfect. Let's let's measure away because I know my thighs are so much bigger than yours. At least, I mean, I certainly thought they were bigger, not, not even the same size as hers. I love my sister's legs. So anyway, she measures our legs. And guess what? My thighs, I think, were a little bit smaller than hers. And I was like baffled. It was a really great tool and a really great experiment my sister did because it helped me see that I truly had some type of body distortion on myself. Like I truly thought my legs were bigger than hers. So, you know, you look at someone else and you're like, oh, I love her legs. I was looking at mine in a totally different way. So I just think that's such an amazing story because it really changed how I started viewing myself, making me realize that sometimes what we see in ourself is not the reality. And and it's important to have a moment like that. If you could all have one, I think it's great because it kind of knocked me out of that time in my life thinking and always dreading and talking about my thighs. And you know, that really gets annoying after a while. Nobody wants to hear about your big thighs and nobody wants to hear about your muffin top. And these are things that really, you know, you, we all have to stop talking about. Now, why do we go and get into these situations where we're talking about it all the time or that we view ourselves in this negative way? It's To me, it's so easy to figure out why. I mean, if you look at what we see on television, if you look at the magazines of the models, and now we have social media. So it's more than it's ever, ever been because of social media. We see people, you know, all the fitness ads on Facebook with these perfect bodies doing their perfect workouts, and everybody posts their best pictures. Let's just be honest about that, right? So if we're always seeing women with the perfect body and, you know, the magazines, there's no cellulite in magazines. You want to know why? Because nobody wants to see cellulite. We want to look at gorgeous legs, but half the time these legs are not even real in magazines. I mean, they truly, they, you know, they touch them up with all kinds of airbrushing and and we're left thinking that that's the perfect body. And, and it's hard for me to say that. I mean, I feel really bad. This has been going on for so long. And these young teenage girls, it, this is what they're looking at. So they think that that's normal. They're going to be super hard on themselves. 
Just like we are so hard on ourselves because we think that that is what we should look at. So, you know, you have to be really careful about what pictures you're looking at, especially if you have daughters. If you have young daughters, I want you to be very mindful, for one, about what you say about your body because they're listening. Two, what are you looking at? You know, do you have these magazines around your house? Are you always posting or, you know, showing posts on your Facebook of this girl's workout or that. The girls that you have your daughters, they're watching. So be very mindful of things that you say because they're they're tuning into it much more than you realize. Now, as I said, rarely are you going to see someone posting a picture of their cellulite. They're not going to post a picture in their bathing suit where their muffin top is hanging over. Like we all know that people are posting the best parts of their body. They're always posting the best parts of their life as well. You very rarely hear people talking about what a terrible day they have, but rather how in love they are and how perfect their marriage is. And, you know, it's kind of like social media has become this this place where everybody's just so happy and perfect, right? But it's not, it's not realistic. So trust me, I mean, and I do it too. I'll be 100% honest with my fans, my clients, my listeners all the time. When I have a photo shoot, I know exactly how to stand with my arm on one side of my hip or leaning down just next to my thigh to block what I consider not a pretty shot if my you know, thigh is sticking out too much. We learn how to make the picture perfect. And perhaps I need to do some some photo shoots of the imperfect so that we can all relate just a little bit more. Now, what does all this lead to? So we have this body distortion, or some people do, not everybody does, but where does that body distortion lead to? It leads to the next topic, which is self-love. Now, it sounds kind of corny, I totally understand, but I really think we live in a time where there's not enough self-love. And we have to love ourselves more than we love to talk about the body parts we hate. It's just, there's no life in that. There's no point in that. Nothing gets done by always talking about the body part we do not like that we have. Instead, we need to really start turning things around. So sometimes, you know, when I really was mortified with my big thighs, I look at my thighs now and I think these rock solid thighs are so awesome. They just got me my best bike split ever in the last triathlon I did. And if it wasn't for the fact that they're a little bigger because they're so muscular and awesome, I wouldn't have had that bike split, right? So we need to start turning some of these negatives that we think about our body into something positive. And I think one of the best ways to do that is to just really think about the good parts of your body first. So If you're looking at yourself in the mirror, instead of going right to the spot you hate, I want you to look at your beautiful body and go to the spot you love. I mean, we all have something about our body that we love, right? We should. You all should. I really hope that you didn't just like shake your head. I don't. You have to look at yourself and focus first on the things that you love about your body. Then I really want you to think about how amazing the human body is, right? How amazing is it that we can make a baby in our body and our body knows exactly what to do and your body transforms when you're pregnant and some people think, oh, you know, my hips got bigger and my thighs got bigger and now I have this gut hanging up. Your body is so amazing that it did that. 
and then you birth the baby and guess what? Your body will go back. It, it absolutely will. It will not happen within the first four weeks, I can promise you. But it took you nine months to change your body. It's gonna take you probably nine months to a year to get back to that body that you're used to. And that's, that's for so many reasons, hormones, sleep deprived, so many things. Give yourself a little time, a little credit, and just remember your body is amazing. Do you want to know the number one thing your body has to do for you? Every single day, your body's job is to keep you alive. Honestly, if you think about it, that is your body's job. And that's why if you starve yourself, your body holds on to all of your weight and you cannot lose more weight because it's trying to keep you alive right? That is the body's goal, to always create some homeostasis, to find balance no matter what you throw at it. And let me tell you, some of us are pretty hard on our bodies. We throw a lot of stress and negativity on our body, and our body still is fighting to keep you alive, right? So the next time you want to talk badly about your body, talk about a body part you hate, I just want you to turn it around and really make it positive. Talk about the body parts you do love and really think how lucky you are to have this body, especially if you're healthy. If you have two arms and two legs, oh my gosh, you should be so blessed. Look at the handicapped people that are out there that are doing triathlons and racing and swimming. I see amazing things out there and I'm like, see this person doesn't even have an arm, doesn't even have a leg. I don't see them complaining. I see them striving to be even better. And sometimes I think we need to do a little more of that. So that's how I want you to start thinking about your body, more self-love, and that's really gonna roll right into the next topic, which is honoring your body. Do you truly honor your body? And I think a lot of people miss the boat on that one, okay? Even if you don't have any body distortion, even if you have self-love or you think that you do, I don't think you can truly have self-love if you're not honoring your body. Now, what do I mean by this? Well, for one, are you someone who will go to the gym and beat your body up for hours and hours because you had a terrible day of eating the day before? Because that is not honoring your body. That is so mean to do to your body. Again, remember, your body's doing everything it can to keep you alive. And then you go and beat it up for three hours in the gym because you think if you burn all those calories, then everything you ate the day before doesn't exist. Well, guess what? That's not true anyway. You cannot work off a bad diet. It would be much better if you could honor your body with just a normal workout than beating yourself up. It'll never help you. Another thing, do you work out when you're sick because you're so concerned about your weight. If you're sick, you need to honor your body. Sickness means you need fluids, you need healthy foods, you need rest. The last thing you need when you are sick is to beat yourself up with a workout. I, I really, I say this over and over, but exercise is stress on the body. We do it and it's good for us, but doing it too often or too long can be harmful for us. And if you work out when you're sick, it can actually make you sicker or make your recovery a much longer process. So ask yourself if you do that, because I don't think that you're honoring your body if you work out and you're really not feeling good, all right? 
And then another thing is, do you fuel yourself with healthy food? Because that's honoring your body. Or are you eating a ton of junk? Are you someone who feeds your kids super healthy because you know how important that is, but then you don't eat that way? I see that sometimes, and I think it's so interesting. I see both. I see parents who make a really great healthy meal for their kids, but then they don't eat it. They eat something that's totally not healthy. Or I see the opposite. I see parents who eat super healthy and they say things like, well, my kids won't eat this healthy food, so I make them something else, which is usually not healthy, like you know, chicken fingers or McDonald's, or they pick them up something. That is not honoring your child's body as well. But it's very important if you honor your body, then you have to honor it with healthy food. Don't just honor your child with healthy food. You need it as well. So you have to find a place where you listen to your body when you're sick, when you're exhausted, if you're in pain. Those are times you really need to honor yourself with rest, maybe a massage, uh, going to the doctor. Sometimes people don't even want to go to the doctor. You know, these are things that help you more stress on your body is not going to help you at all. So honor your amazing body because you love it, because you're grateful for it, because it is the only body that you are going to get, team. We get one body. So instead of talking about all the negative things about this body of yours, I want you to start looking at it and talking about the positive things about your body and how absolutely awesome your body is. Now here's a few tips to get you going, okay? Because I really think if you start changing your mind frame that this could be life-changing for some people. You may not think so, but try these five things and tell me if your mood and your life gets a little better. For one, I want you to stop saying negative things about your body to other people. Guess what? Nobody wants to hear it. It, I always say, like, don't say something to someone if they can't help you fix it. Well, I can pretty much assure you that your best friend can't help you fix the cellulite problem or the muffin top or things like that. So stop saying negative things about your body to others. Then, number two, I want you to stop saying negative things about your body to yourself. And I've had to do it too. And trust me, I, you know, you, a lot of people think I have a perfect body. That's so sweet of you. But I have just as many sort of body image issues, or I have in the past, just like most people. I've just gotten to an age where I now sort of love my body. I don't, I don't want to say, I don't want to be bragging like I love my body, but I, I'm talking about loving all the parts of my body. So I have cellulite, everybody. I don't post it in all my pictures, but I can assure you I have cellulite. So now when I look in the mirror and I see the cellulite and sometimes my first reaction is to be like, ugh, like how can I work out this hard and still have cellulite? That's what I want to think, but I started changing my thoughts. I just look at it now and then I just move on. Like it's just part of my body, it's part of my genetics, it's not gonna change, and it's not bad, it's not hurting me, it's just part of my skin, this is the way my skin is, you know? Some people have perfect skin, some people have perfect hair, some people have perfect nails, some people have the perfect booty with no cellulite, but not everybody does, right? So I want you to stop saying negative things about your body to you, and that is something that I do now as well. I don't look in the mirror and say all those negative things. I move on, I accept, and I love my body. The third thing you should do is you should be more grateful 
for what your body does for you on a daily basis. I've really learned lately that being grateful will take you very far in life. And we are not grateful for our bodies. I Most people, we don't even realize how much our body is doing for us. But I feel like we're not grateful until something happens. So God forbid you find a lump in your breast, which has happened to me. And that's when you slow down and think, oh my God, this is it. You know, what would you do differently if this is breast cancer? Fortunately, mine was not breast cancer. But how many of us are just sort of like going through life, not being grateful because right now we have our health. Right now we have two arms, two legs. What if you were in an accident and you lost a limb? All of a sudden you'd look back and be like, wow, I was never grateful for having two arms, two legs, and being able to do any workout I wanted. And now I have to figure things out. So be more grateful on a daily basis about your body and what it does for you. And if you do only have one arm and one leg and you're listening to my podcast, I bet you're so much more grateful than half the people who listen who have two arms and two legs. So I just want to put it out there that that's that's a hard life. Things are harder, but I bet you can get on just like you're doing in a much more optimistic way than most people actually are. Now, the fourth thing is be grateful if you have the ability to live a healthy life. So that sort of goes hand in hand with being grateful for your body. But if you don't have cancer right now, then you have this ability to live a healthy life. Don't wait to get sick, God forbid, to then change to a healthy nutrition. Don't wait for something to happen to your health. Be grateful for what you have today and keep it going by that self-love and honoring yourself with healthy food and being grateful. I have a client and a dear friend who's battling breast cancer and it looks like she kicked it and I'm so happy for her because she has fought for over a year, a year of her life fighting for her life because she found out she had breast cancer. And I just... It, it definitely resonated with me how hard she was fighting for her life and how my life seemed so easy and perfect because I didn't have, I didn't have any health issues. So I've become very grateful daily for the health that I have because when I look at other people who are struggling, I realize that one day, God forbid, that could be me or my family. And until then, how about we be grateful every day? that we are healthy. And so if we're not battling something, let's be grateful now for the life that we have. The the very last thing I'm just gonna put out there that you could do, be kind to your body, honor it, give it rest when it needs it, relaxation when we need it, a massage here and there, fantastic. I know I'm trying to honor myself with more massages this year, more, more downtime. Definitely more downtime. So if you were to take these five things and start to put them into play in your life, I think that a lot of positivity would come out of it. And so if sometimes you seem like you're more negative or that's what people are hearing or things aren't going your way or life's just not working for you or you always feel like things are coming at you bad, Try these five things and see if it shifts anything for you. I can tell you that I am always more of the the negative person. And you can ask my family, you can ask my mom. You know, I'm probably the first to say the glass is half empty than my sister who would say that glass is so full, it couldn't even be more full, <laughs> right? And and that's just who I am, but I'm using these five steps in my life and it's making a difference. I feel better and I feel more grateful and 
I, I don't know. It's, it's a, it brings a lot of positivity into your life and that will reflect in so many other areas. So that's it for today. I truly think that these three topics are so important. Again, if you have a daughter, start talking about being positive and, and these five things and what you're grateful for it and how amazing the body is. I think that it really, if we could help the younger people see this earlier in life, like I said, before 44 years old, uh, uh, it'll just mean a better life earlier, right? So spread this information to your children, to other women, anyone you know who does struggle. Maybe tell them about the podcast or the five tips or anything you can do to help someone. I think it will definitely change their life. So just go ahead and sit with this for a little while. I'm not going to tell you anything from here. Not Don't go to my website or give me a review. No. I want you to seriously shut the podcast off and just sit for like, two to five minutes. It's so sad because just sitting for two to five minutes, people are already thinking, I don't have time. I just want you to sit for two to five minutes and be grateful. Think about something you love about your body and something you're going to do to honor yourself. All right. And that's it for today. Have a fantastic, awesome, and super healthy week. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and Periscope.